Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your Monday Moment. It starts with a question. How do leaders fare who dare to compare? Now in many a meeting in which development objectives are shared for coaching clients, there's a comparison usually of one leader to another. In many a coaching session, clients mention that their skills or style or way of leading is often not as good as, or at a minimum, different than another fellow leader. Comparisons are rampant and frequent, but they often result in an inaccurate comparison. Styles are different, not right or wrong. Skills are developed not always good or bad. Leadership is needed and not just in one way or another. Yet how often do leaders compare themselves to those with different gifts? How often do leaders compare themselves in ways that lead to a feeling of not measuring up? In this Monday moment, these questions and more are addressed with one simple example and encompassed in the answer to one more simple question. Are you comparing your backstage to someone else's highlight reel? What goes on behind the scenes in the backstage of any workplace is not usually what the customer sees. What goes on in leadership meetings is not usually shared with employees. The process of learning is a backstage, behind-the-scenes affair in most offices, and yet it is the in-depth knowledge of these backstage blunders, uh-ohs, learning opportunities, and mishaps that are so frequently compared to the appearance of another's seemingly finished product. Stop that and consider this. First, people skills and analytical skills come from different areas. A leader with gifts in using Excel may not be gifted in coaching others. A leader able to engage paint off a wall because they've years of polished charisma may not be able to spell spreadsheet, much less interpret numbers from it. Yet the comparison ensues when either is learning a new skill in these respective areas. What if, instead of comparing apples to oranges, leaders valued each other and worked together? Learning a new skill is admirable. It takes time and usually practice. Instead of creating a comparison-filled, competitive environment, what about creating a team who builds momentum from collaboration? Second, mistakes make great, rapid lessons. An attorney once shared, some of one's greatest lessons have the highest tuition. And while this may be true, Organizations fail frequently to set any boundaries around how much of an investment is allotted to the mistakes that come from lessons. 
Leaders fail. Leaders fall. Leaders mess up. It's these backstage blunders, if you will, that senior leaders sometimes use as fodder for comparison. To those leaders who learned that lesson long ago, or hopefully at another company. Leading people is not an exact science, and rarely is there one right answer. But there could be more of a tolerance and a bandwidth to lessen the comparison and increase the learning. After all, your longest lasting lessons usually come from your biggest mistake incidences. Instead of expecting new leaders in particular to be as perfect, polished, or skilled as the leader who's been there for years, pair them up for a dynamic learning duo. And third, highlight reels only show successes. Having just completed the process of creating a new speaking demo reel, rest assured nothing other than the best material made an appearance in that final product. Highlight reels are just that, a highlight of one's best material. Comparing what one knows they need to work on with what someone else comes by naturally is like comparing a hippo's ability to swim with an elephant's ability to use its trunk. Now, both are big, with similar skin and similar protective instincts, and they're even existing in somewhat similar locations. But to think they're the same is a mistake. Judging a hippo as deficient because its nose is lacking in dexterity as if they should have the same skills as Dumbo's mom is just silly. But it happens daily. Though it's an obvious mismatch and a bit of an analogy one might call a stretch, what employees and leaders are comparing themselves to other leaders with completely different roles, positions, responsibilities, and gifts. What bests are being considered the benchmark to which all others should somehow measure or achieve while disregarding the dissimilar gifts they do have? Comparisons usually result in a winner and loser. And the leader who compares themselves to others who are different, who then decides different is better, will struggle with their own leadership, confidence, and performance. What if instead we celebrate the differences and instead encourage more collaboration while teaching leaders how to stop comparing and start working together in sharing their gifts versus acting as if only one type of gift is needed in the role of leadership. I'm Monica Wofford, and that's your Monday Moment. Have a great week, an even better Monday, and of course, stay contagious.